Hi everybody, welcome to this episode of the Heart Podcast. It's James Rudd here, the Digital Media Editor at Heart. Today I have the pleasure of talking with Professor Sarah Zaman from the University of Sydney in Australia. She, along with her team of collaborators, has written a review paper which is called Primary Prevention of Cardiovascular Disease in Women with a Mediterranean Diet. It's a systematic review and a meta-analysis focused on the effect of a Mediterranean diet in women on both incident cardiovascular disease and total mortality. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you very much for joining me today, Dr. Zaman. Maybe we could start by having you introduce yourself for the heart audience. Um, who are you? Where do you work? And what do you do there? Thank you. Thanks for having me. So I'm an interventional cardiologist at Westmead Hospital in Sydney, Australia, and I'm also an academic. I'm an associate professor with the University of Sydney, and my focus there is women's heart disease and trying to improve our knowledge and closing the gap in women's heart disease. And thanks for joining me today. I really wanted to get you on to talk about a paper that you've recently published with lots of co-authors, I think all from Sydney, all from Australia. That's correct. Um, apart from Mamas Mamas, who I know very well from um, Kiel in the UK. Mm-hmm. And the paper is called Primary Prevention of Cardiovascular Disease in Women with a Mediterranean Diet. And it's a systematic review with a meta-analysis. Maybe uh, we can start by asking you to give us some background to this work, please. Um, what sort of got you interested in this area? So because I research in women's heart disease, I'm really interested in looking at all aspects of cardiovascular disease from prevention through to treatment to try and ascertain gender differences. And diet is so incredibly important. So it's the cornerstone of prevention for heart disease. And yet when we had a look at what was out there in the literature, there's very few sex-specific analyses for really common diets, such as a Mediterranean diet. So that really spurred us on to do a systematic review to try and really combine that evidence to give us some sex-specific advice for women's heart disease. And just in the context of this podcast, for those who may not be as familiar as you are, with dietary interventions, what what do you mean by the Mediterranean diet and how's it sort of defined generally in the literature out there? Yeah, so a Mediterranean diet is really one of the most common uh, diets that's recommended worldwide for prevention of heart disease. And it's pretty simple. It just means that um, you should eat minimally processed, largely plant foods, but it's more about whole grains, lots of fruit and vegetables. You can eat quite a moderate intake of seafood, Um, And then it's really important to have a high amount of monounsaturated fats. And usually that comes in the form of olive oil, seeds, nuts, and obviously the seafood. And then lower intake of red meat and processed meats. Okay. Um, What's already known out there in terms of the Mediterranean diet and its effects on both incident cardiovascular disease and on death across both genders? What's, What's sort of been published there? So like I've already said, it's actually one of the diets that's been the most studied worldwide. And so we do really have a good understanding that a Mediterranean diet can lower the risk of heart disease, um, mainly in trials that have been done in men and women, but often without a sex-specific um, analysis performed as part of those trials. So really the one of the major randomised controlled trials for prevention of heart disease was the, was the PREDIMED trial, which was really looking at components of a Mediterranean diet, adding olive oil or nuts to the diet, and that had a beneficial effect. 
So we have quite a lot of literature out there, both observational studies, a, a couple of randomized controlled trials that shows a benefit of a Mediterranean diet in prevention of heart disease. And does it also affect mortality or is it prevention of incident heart disease? Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's actually had pretty good effect size on both lowering incident cardiovascular disease and also total mortality. Okay. But as you say, the limitations of that work um, in the whole was that it's either been completely focused on men or men and women have been kind of lumped together and nothing sex specific has been done. Is that right? Exactly right. Okay. So what was your aim in this particular study and, and how did you go about performing the study? What methods did you use, um, Sarah? So our aim was really to look at that um, association of a higher adherence to the Mediterranean diet um, versus a lower adherence to a Mediterranean diet on the rate of incident cardiovascular disease and total mortality, specifically in women. And so we um, tried to address this aim by doing a systematic review. So basically looking at lots of studies, largely observational in nature, where we could pool the hazard ratios or what we call the relative risk of having a cardiovascular event. Um, and then doing that, we can determine if there's effect that's similar in men and women. And also, obviously, if, if there is a, a beneficial effect of a Mediterranean diet in women. Um, and so we looked at studies that were published between 2003 all the way up to 2021 um, to try and determine ones that had used this Mediterranean diet um, and had the outcomes that we were interested in, which was cardiovascular death and total mortality. And um, did you make any sort of assessment of how uh, adherent patients were or, or folks were in the studies to the Mediterranean diet? And if so, how did you manage to assess that? Yeah, so a lot of studies, largely since 2003, but even as early back as 1995, have actually used something called a Mediterranean diet score. So it's a really well-validated score. It's been used in lots and lots of studies now where you actually give a point for each component of a Mediterranean diet. So you can give points for things like whole grains, for fruits, for vegetables, for seafood. And then obviously you lose points if you eat components that are not part of a Mediterranean diet, such as highly processed foods, dairy products, red meat and poultry. And then this can basically tell you which people are adherent to a Mediterranean diet uh, to a higher degree versus a lower degree by putting people into what we call quartiles or quintiles. Um, so basically dividing them into four to five groups based on their adherence to a Mediterranean diet. Okay, and let's move towards the results of your work then. How many studies did you look at initially and how many actually made it into your final meta-analysis? So often with systematic reviews and meta-analyses, you do have to screen a large amount of studies. So we mm. did end up screening more than 4,000 studies to try and find appropriate ones that included both this Mediterranean diet score and the outcomes that we we're interested in. And so we narrowed that down to over 100. And then we still had to exclude you know, more than 60 studies that would have been appropriate, but they had not performed sex-specific analyses. So we came down to 16 studies total, but that was still more than 700,000 female participants that we could then analyse. And what were your main findings? So the findings were really positive. So we found that higher adherence versus lower adherence to a Mediterranean diet significantly reduced cardiovascular disease risk, as well as total mortality, specifically in women. So we saw a 24% reduction in cardiovascular disease and a 23% reduction in total mortality. So it was actually, there were very strong positive results for the beneficial effect of a Mediterranean diet. And would you say these were sort of consistent with what had been shown previously across both men and women and, and men alone in, in the studies that you looked at? 
Yeah, certainly it was consistent with what we'd seen in men alone. So very similar um, risk reduction for total mortality and cardiovascular disease for both men and women. But actually, it really was a different to what you might have um, thought just reading the past literature. So the individual studies by themselves Often, if you looked at the sex-specific um, analyses, it wasn't significant in women or it was a very small risk reduction, whereas by pooling all these studies, we actually showed that the risk reduction in women, very similar to men. And was there anything surprising that you found in the results, maybe that you weren't expecting, or was this what you were kind of expecting and hoping for before you went into the work? I think we weren't actually sure if we were going to see an overall benefit in women based on the past literature that some studies have shown a benefit, some have not shown a benefit. So actually, it was surprising that we saw the exact same relative risk reduction in women as in men. So I think that really confirms that a Mediterranean diet can be recommended to both genders. And is there any knowledge out there about the the possible mechanisms of benefit that the diet might have? I mean, clearly this, we can't really, you know, cite sort of cause and effect, but that there are obviously some positive aspects of the diet that seem to be associated with fewer cardiovascular events and living longer. Any idea what those might be? Yeah, well, I think a Mediterranean diet has a lot of positives in terms of its beneficial effect to lower heart disease risk. And I mean, we know that lots of components of the Mediterranean diet are high in antioxidants, they're high in polyphenols, that we also have that really good ratio of monounsaturated fat, as well as omega-3s that come from the seafood, from the nuts, from the seeds. So I think these are all part of why we see a lower cardiovascular disease risk, because it lowers lipids, it lowers inflammation, maybe it improves the microbiome. Of course, this is all um, what we know from other research rather than this study. Mm -hmm. And I think the other really important thing is that when you eat a Mediterranean diet, it's low in processed foods. So it's really that focus on fresh foods like fruits, vegetables, legumes, and you're really trying to cut down on that processed and ultra processed food. So the food that's high in salt, sugar, fat, and very energy dense. So I think you get the beneficial effects from all those things. And um, what are the limitations of such an approach to systematic review and meta-analysis? We've touched on a couple, but can you maybe outline them for people who aren't familiar with this and who think that this is 100% cause and effect and you're going to reduce heart disease massively just by adopting a diet and not changing anything else about your life? What are the limitations that people need to be aware of? Well, I mean, the limitations of the study themselves, of course, is that it's it's based on observational work. Okay. So whilst we try and adjust for all types of confounders, such as age, comorbidities, and most of the studies did adjust for these confounders, and this was an adjusted odds ratio. Okay. But the problem is it's observational. It's a dietary pattern rather than trying to study a single dietary component. And these all have limitations. So it's not like doing a randomized controlled trial where you can put a subject in isolation and dictate what they eat. Of course, people self-report what they eat. So we don't necessarily know that this is exactly what was consumed. So there's multiple limitations when you do observational dietary studies. But all I would say is that based on a large number now of observational work and randomized controlled trials, there certainly seems to be a beneficial effect of a Mediterranean diet. And now we've seen that that benefit extends to women as it does to men. Did it affect women of all ages across the spectrum that you studied just off the top of your head? Yeah, look, that's a really good question. And we didn't look particularly at different ages, but when you adjust for age and when you look at um, uh, subgroup by different things like age, diabetes, um, hypertension, et cetera, it seems to be consistent across the board. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it, whether... um 
Yeah, it does seem to, it seems, uh, I was reading some of the primary papers that you cited, and it does seem to be a sort of profound effect that, it, you know, there's really nobody that doesn't seem to benefit that I could find anyway. Yeah, I mean, keeping in mind that as we all get older, then the risk of having a cardiovascular event or death increases. So it's actually harder to show a benefit. You need many, many more participants to show a benefit for younger and middle-aged women, whereas because the event rate is lower. Mm. So sometimes that can make it seem less um, beneficial in younger women, just purely because they're not having the same event rate. Mm. But based on this study, it looked beneficial across the board. And how would you conclude, Sarah, what what do you think um, people should take away from your meta-analysis and your review? So, I mean, the main thing is that we can recommend a Mediterranean diet for primary prevention of heart disease for women as we would for men. But I like to use this kind of research as a call for action that researchers, clinicians should really be thinking about sex-specific recommendations because a lot of our guidelines still don't consider differences that we see between men and women. And we know there are many biological differences in heart disease, both risk and the type of heart disease that women and men get. So I just think this is something that we should all be thinking about when we give recommendations that we need to think about male versus female and if it's beneficial for both genders. So in your case, you've just shown that it is beneficial for both genders. But what you're saying is there are other recommendations we give around medications. And- Absolutely. We should look at this for when we're considering risk factors, when we're considering prevention, when we're considering treatment, because there's so many different things that have already come to light that affect women differently to men. But at least for the Mediterranean diet, I think we're pretty safe to say that it's beneficial for women and men. Is there anything else uh, before we wrap up that you'd like to to maybe share with the audience where they can find out more, any resources that you think are particularly useful for people to, to know about? I guess it depends on which country you're listening from. Certainly where I am in Australia, there's a lot of resources through the Heart Foundation and a lot of the resources both to patients and clinicians in terms of dietary advice, uh, recipes, etc. And I'm assuming, James, you would have similar in the UK? We do. The British Heart Foundation absolutely uh, do very similar work producing both patient-facing and clinician-facing documents that that people can use for specific advice on diet. And I'm pretty sure the US uh, does the same as well. Great. Um, So thank you ever so much for taking the time uh, to chat with me today, Dr. Zaman. It's been really interesting to hear about this work. Are you planning further work in this area or are you moving on to looking at other sort of sex-specific risk factors just before we finish? I mean, I do a lot of different work into women's heart disease, so we are looking at different types of female-specific risk factors, but we, we're actually doing a few more studies on diet and heart disease specific to women. So we actually have a few publications in the works looking at different things like ultra-processed food intake and risk of cardiovascular disease, um, so which is, you know, yielding some interesting results. So absolutely watch this space. Brilliant. Well, I'll certainly put your um, contact details in terms of social media if you have it and um, a link to the paper. I'll make the paper open access for a few weeks if it's already not after the podcast comes out so people can can read it uh, and digest it and take action as needed. Uh, but once again, thanks so much for your time. Great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me.